Hello, in Tara Bay. Hello, Stephanie. How's it going, Michelle? It's nice. I think um, in Tara Bay, I should give a little disclaimer. For this episode, please listen at your own risk if you are operating any vehicle or heavy machinery as Stephanie and I, as oh, she dear. put it perfectly, this is a fireside chat tonight. We are both cozied up to our own form of a faux fireplace. I have YouTube's 10-hour fireplace, Norwegian slow TV, an absolute classic. And I have a electric plug-in, like plastic fireplace that has like a built-in space heater option oh, but it so has you actually like the... get the heat yeah i turn off the heat it's a little it's a weirdly warm late fall evening where i'm at right now okay okay but it still has like the glowy flame flickering against mm-hmm. the wall in my place right now so stephanie what is the what is the theme of tonight's episode um I'm thinking the theme is going to be something related to like hibernation, huga, coziness, dormancy, just kind of like as fall transitions into winter. Yeah. So in Turbank, uh, I believe this is going to be episode number 49. 49. Yes. Thank you. And so if you had to listen to episode 14, that was kind of the first time that we delved into this uh, topic of Huga. Um, and we definitely, we revisited, I think, on and off, like like over last winter. So episode 14. And at the time of recording, we recorded that about exactly two years ago um, from this episode. But if, it, if you didn't listen to it just yet, that's fine. Uh, Stephanie, would you like to give a brief introduction on word i love huga it is the (laughs) scandinavian concept you know the danish and the norwegians and all the other ones um have some debate over whose it really is um but it's like the concept of coziness kind of like intentional coziness and i know like americana has kind of adopted it and made it like just blankets and like cups that say huga on it and it's it's spelled the spelling h-y-g-g-e yeah but um the wise in the scandinavian relationship have a weird way of not sounding like the Amer- english y mm-hmm. um so it's like h-o-o-g-a if you want to think about it like that Huga. um and it's it's like intent be trying to be intentionally cozy in the sense that it's kind of like self-care so it doesn't have to be just blankets and hot drinks for yourself it could be you know hanging out with loved ones friends family doing stuff that makes you happy i think personally it doesn't have to be just the winter time i think you should you know uh integrate huga into all parts of your life regardless at the time of year just you know like in the spirit of taking care of yourself you know like give yourself a little treat make yourself a little bit happy it's the small things sometimes the big things but you know relish the small things as well like um when you have a nice warm drink and you feel that steam go up in your face when it's freezing outside that's a really pleasant feeling um (laughs) or equally you know like when it's super hot outside and you like um are drinking an ice cold lemonade 
that feeling of like that refreshing tangy um lemonade with the ice um the coolness of the ice going down like an, a- like an afternoon delight yeah or like a lovely ice cream you know um, kind of like to treat yourself you make yourself a little cheese plate with olives if you would like oh olives controversial why did you do that you could or skip the olive you know it's not it's not like it's not about like overly indulging in material goods right it's yeah a it's little also treat choices and like you know what i'm going to take the scenic route today or like, yeah i'm gonna put on like, my fuzzy socks instead of or my or my not even my fuzzy socks i'll put on my polka dot socks i just want to feel a little extra yeah today. or like when you when you um get some fruit and then you like toss one up and down like the plop of the apple falling perfectly into your hand that's such a mm-hmm. satisfying feeling because it's like perfectly round um, so I feel like, for myself, and I don't know, I mean, like I said, we, we discussed this exactly two years ago around the same time. So sure. this is around like November, December. So mm-hmm. where we are in the world, you know, that's like winter time. And in the Northern Hemisphere, yes. Northern Hemisphere, yes. So I'm trying to think of like, why do we bring it up at this time? I think for me... I feel like it kind of ties a little bit to my music choice for the episode. <laughs> sure. It's like entering in the U.S. It's like holiday season. Very dense holiday season. There's I think ho- Halloween. Halloween is yeah. just ho- Halloween, holiday. Thanksgiving, um, you know. I feel like it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, November 1st to February 14th. That's holiday season. Yeah. And so I think for me, it's nice to get a little brief moment and also kind of like to gather myself and think about the year for myself because it does get a lot more social and extroverted for the remainder of the year of it mm-hmm. so uh, I know last time we featured our beverage of choice during the time of recording so yes mm. again I am not feeling the best tonight so Stephanie I gave her the reins but she gave me one back to lead this episode so I don't know why because I'm not fully myself I'm a bit incapacitated not feeling too great but I'll be okay um so Stephanie is sharing the reins on this episode sure um but yes I'm lying on my couch hitting finding the right spot and a little throw pillow I have a little throw blanket over me I have oh, one of those it. um like white cotton woven okay. ropes that like it's not as high end as I would like it to be you know, but budget is it reasons, somewhat plush? Not super plush. It's more of one of those thinner cotton robes you get at like hotels. Okay. Okay. So I'm wearing that because it feels very nice. And then my drink of choice is a hot tea. Nice. And it's by a brand called Peromi. Uh, and it's called Sleep With Me, actually. I don't know if I like that name. Is it like chamomile? Chamomile? Yeah. Vanilla? So it's herbal tea. So it's chamomile, okay. lime flowers, and lemon balm lemon or lime flower and lemon balm okay so it's a little bit citrusy that's an unusual combination yeah Usually oh I sorry i'm sorry the full i'm sorry let me start over it's honey bush apple chamomile lemon balm cinnamon lime flowers apricot flavor and vanilla flavor oh my that's quite a host of citrusy <laughs> and like creamy sort of yes. things I don't yeah. know if I agree with that. <laughs> it's better than I 
thought it would okay. be. Okay. All right. Whatever floats it, your it, boat, it, is, it is quite. Yeah. It is quite a full flavor profile. <sighs> sure. Um, a little bit more so than typical like nighttime teas. But I like it. Okay. All right. How about you? Um, I I treated myself in, in the spirit of Huga, you know, it, it travels with me. Um, I doubled zits into Starbucks today. Uh, I got myself a peppermint mocha mm-hmm. um, latte. I think it's got double shot of espresso. Um, <laughs> and I always order this peppermint mocha regardless of the time of year. I get it as an off menu thing when it's not the winter because um, I just tell them basically give me some peppermint syrup and some white chocolate or just normal mm. chocolate mm-hmm. so they do that because they have that um and then uh so i drank that because i had to get some work done and then also um i got a venti medicine ball have you tried a medicine ball michelle before? Like that's what you walk into a starbucks and you ask for a I medicine walk in ball? and i asked for a medicine ball and i've they, never heard of that should know what that is it is the <laughs> most delicious drink that starbucks has to offer um you know regardless if you're a coffee or not coffee drinker this happens to be a tea so i'm sorry for those who are not partial to tea um it's a double tea it's a honey citrus mint tea um and peach tranquility and um mm. they fill that up with steamed lemonade and I mean, every single element in this sounds delicious. And yes. uh, indeed, it it is. And like, it's it's a big hug on your body. And when it goes down your throat, and I can still like feel the mint um, freshness as well as like the citrusiness. And it's just wow. so good. And so um, position wise, I am leaning forward in front into my microphone to get that little ASMR effect. Um, I'm, I'm experiencing it. I was going to say, when you're talking about the tea, I was like, say more. <laughs> um, my computer screen has the Norwegians, uh, you know, the, the fireplace uh, crackling, which I only I can hear. I don't think that you, Michelle, or Interabank no. can hear, but it's it's a really lovely effect with this like ASMR technique. <laughs> and I've got um, one of my coziest blankets um Mm. wrapped around me i think it's like a fleece blanket but it's it's like of the thicker variety and it's like enormous it's like seven or eight feet you know wide that's the way to do it it's just really enveloping me and i'm sitting cross-legged in front of the fire no heat but i guess the blanket's kind of providing its own yeah um but yeah it's 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 quite a lovely (laughs) sensation simulated though but still quite nice so I, I'm being a little self-aware here too. In therapy, uh-huh. I realized, I believe our previous episode, like <laughs> the music was very like tropical, escapey, mm. and like talking about like Stephanie was like like a happy place. Oh yes. So it, which is also kind of a huga thing of like finding yeah. your happy place, doing what feels right I think for that's you. Slightly more high energy than we're feel- both of a us are bit. feeling right it's now. The shift, the shift. Mm. It's a significant shift. Here in the U.S. Ah, um, I see where you're going. <laughs> here in the U.S., uh, we are about to experience daylight savings. And so, um, it's okay to reveal when this is recorded exactly. So tomorrow is Sunday, mm-hmm. November 6th, uh, 2022. And so at 2 a.m. tomorrow morning, 
So for us right now, it's actually in a few hours. So we're doing this at nighttime. Uh, it'll go right when two o'clock hits, it'll immediately jump backwards to be from 2 a.m. to 1 a.m. And then you so still have the rest of your day. We are experiencing 2 a.m. twice. Correct. Or rather, yeah, you'll 159. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I know daylight savings varies all over the world. And also, I like, think my Europe time zone. already had theirs or something. Theirs uh, was, last week. Theirs was, yeah, like end of October, like the last sure. Sunday in October. So that's how it is here in, in the States. And so I don't know. Stephanie, I don't know about you or Terabang, wherever you are in the world, how you feel about if you're where you live does experience some daylight saving time shifting. But I came across an article the other day that was in the US, it's a hot, a highly contested topic of like, why do we still have this? It just seems it just seems to always continue to happen year after year. And there's always debates and what what's what what is the right thing to do. But it's an article that was like had this really different perspective than what I have in terms of this time uh, of like being excited to have, oh, you have a whole extra hour. How do you use that extra hour in the day? Because you have like kind of like 25 hours in the day instead of 24. Um, and for me, it's like my whole life, you kind of just get through it. One, it's kind of weird because it happens kind of when you're asleep or you know 2 a.m. So it's at 2 a.m. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you just kind of don't notice it a whole bunch, I feel. I mean, I spend the next amount of time, like I like to adjust my clock the ones that need to be adjusted manually that takes a few minutes it's also remember all the random clocks i have and mm-hmm. um all the yeah. non-smart clocks that aren't synced up mm-hmm. to the satellites yes it's on a sunday so i mean you're not in school or working typically but you might have some kind of engagement to attend so that'll be like for me i'm I, I like always like triple check i'm like wait so let me just make sure i'm going at the right time um sure so i don't know i haven't really like uh, savor that extra hour and I I don't know I kind of like maybe I'll try tomorrow and try to emulate with this article but Stephanie and Terabang how do you feel whatever um, if you where you live geographically does have the daylight savings change where you when you're kind of gaining an hour I don't think it really matters to me much either honestly because I wake up super early these days and when it's dark and I still will apparently because an hour when I wake up is still dark. It'll still be dark. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to leave. So I'm starting, I'm trying to make my work schedule such that um, even though I wake up and leave for work kind of quite early, um, that means that I can leave out of work quite early, ah. provided my boss and, you know, all those people will let me. Um, yeah. Which, you know, that's nice in like the summertime and all, but I hope that this change will also mean that I can actually see sun for once when I leave in the winter, but we shall see. <laughs> um, Next episode, we'll get asked for an update or so, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, actually, I don't know if by that time I will know because... Mm. Yeah, we might, we might it, record it depends, it quite soon. It depends yeah. on who you record. So maybe it'll be two episodes from now. We'll see in Terabang. I made yeah. no promises that I can't the keep. The idea of not really having, seeing any sunlight. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of, you know, depressing when you wake up and, you know, you leave and then you come back and it's, you know, both sides are dark. Do you have any windows in your office space, the workspace uh, or anything or not? 
you don't really uh, now, notice it. Now I think I do. Previously, the past two, no, nay, the past five years, uh, no such luck because they try and, you know, corporate America try and keep you in as much as possible. So um, the windows were very high and very tiny and um, obscured by all the cubicles um, or other manufacturing lines. So um, now I have relocated to a location where there are windows. It's like it's like I'm a plant um, within a plant, Um, (laughs) a manufacturing plant. Uh, I should specify. Ah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. that's why I feel like I constantly have inside jokes with my souls, but um, <laughs> sometimes I can't be bothered to explain them all. So you're welcome in Terabang. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, uh, th- I mean, there are skylights, but it's a tiny light and, you know, the, the lights are overly bright, kind of like when you walk into a Costco or a Sam's, it's like that brightness. You can't really like get away from it unless you hide in the bathroom, but even then it's still pretty bright like unnaturally but we weren't here to talk about me complaining about um indoor lighting um we're here to talk (laughs) (laughs) no i'm glad your new place uh, will will have will have that so yes um speaking of speaking of plants i can't keep segueing into things but like (laughs) talk about was um the term hibernation so just something that Stephanie brought up a couple weeks ago because for me like because yeah here it's like hibernation season is starting it's like entering the colder winter months and I just always remember in grade school and primary school like we would learn about hibernation in science class and it'd always be like this picture of a big grizzly bear like curled up in a cave like sleeping like for months and it's like yeah and then the bear hibernates and it wakes up in the spring and like plays with its newborn cubs or whatever and it just mm-hmm. was like that's what it, it was very straightforward you're like okay and then like you see bears like you see like national geographic documentaries or photos or even if you go out hiking or camping in the winter time and like you'll see bears walking around and i'm like i never really connected to i'm like wait sure the bears gotta catch the salmon or whatever yeah and so Anyway, it was just um, something that I brought up a session. Like, I don't, if we were just always showing that like, picture of like a bear sleeping in a cave and like never questioned it, <laughs> even though sure. like real life said very differently, or like squirrels stuffing their faces and their little like houses, stashing that, the nuts, stashing the, the nuts in the holes in the tree. And you're like, I still see them around though. <laughs> or like the ants and the and the ant and the grasshopper, the Aesop's fable, right? Where yeah. um, the ants would were collecting all the grain for the winter and the grasshopper's like, fiddle dee dee, I'm not gonna do anything. And then but you never see the ants in the winter. But exactly. they're all in their their ant hills. They're like doing what we're doing right now, they're all cozied up. And yeah. so one little little creature so I, so I did a little bit of reading and research and one thing that i read was like that there's different levels of hibernation so not okay. many things actually do a true hibernation where you're like sure. literally out cold um, okay so you're not sleeping you're not like dormant the whole time is that what you're no, saying no so so yes yeah, so i mean in hibernation is the state where you, your body temperature kind of comes down a bit your metabolism mm. slows down it's actually a great way it um, slows down your aging obviously, mm. because metabolism slows down. So if you want to stay looking younger, recommend hibernation. 
Just kidding. Sleep um, more. You want to be younger? More. Sleep more. Sleep more. Um, so animals like bears, like they wake up every, I think it's either every couple of, periodically, every couple of weeks or days, they okay. wake up to feed, go to the bathroom, like oh, stretch wait, a little bit. I didn't even think about that. So yeah. for like four days at a time or a week or whatever, they're not pooping? Nope. So they'll like wake up and I think like squirrels. And I guess rodents. if they're not eating, there's not much to poop, right? Nope, not so. much going on. Like okay, rodents and sense. squirrels, like they'll wake up, I think, every couple of days a bit more frequently or stuff. So sure. Like it's, it's, Conserving it's energy. Okay, that makes sense. That checks. I get it. That tracks. Yeah. That's, yeah. And then I think, um, yeah, and like your heartbeat uh, slows down. Sure. You're using less I energy. Did, I did see, um, oh, and also, some animals, some creatures will um, hibernate in the summer, warmer summer months. Um, usually, like, like insects, which creatures, okay, reptiles, amphibians. Because it's too um, because, hot. Well, not just hot, because it's drier. They do it uh, to maintain uh, moisture. So, um, water conservation in that case. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, and it's kind of cool to think about, like, huh. with your low, with your lower metabolism rate, like you're cooler being less oxygen um, okay too and so um i think with bears yeah and also another myth about bears with like going back to the original thing i was saying how there's like they wake up and there's like little cubs around like they don't give give birth wait, wait excuse me what cubs like, these, like, like baby bear cubs like running around with them in the spring when they woke up no Oh, that was also in the picture I would see in science class. Maybe that was just my book. My I mean, spring is famously like the time when babies are born, like fertilization wise and the gestation period. And then uh, I'm not going to say like right when they wake up, babies pop out, but like but they a can. little bit Sometimes, after. depending on the timing and the mother's condition, they actually can birth bear, baby bears in hibernation, just not all the time. Okay. That wild? Are they awake when said yes. babies come out? Okay. Yeah, because like I said, like bears don't have like a full on. It's not like a Snow White scenario where the babies just pop up while sleep while the <laughs> mother is sleeping. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Anyways, just want to talk about hibernation. Or there's one little cute. I don't know. I've seen it kind of, uh, in my neck of the woods. It's called the woolly bear, the banded woolly bear. Uh, it's a fuzzy, fuzzy worm. A worm. Well, I think it's more of a caterpillar, I think. That is a misnomer. Yeah, I think it's a caterpillar. No, it's a caterpillar, so, not a worm. Is it called a fuzzy bear caterpillar or is it just called fuzzy bear? It's, it's sometimes just plain, it's just straight up called the banded woolly bear. That is um, misleading. In the extreme. It's very cute in terms of look at it. It's very cute. Is and it like, like a, a tardigrade? No, it's actually it's fuzzy. And it's got these little spikes all over it. And it's black. And then they have varying thicknesses of this like red orange band that varies in size. That there's a lot of black or just red and orange. So red slash orange is like that center band color. Okay. And okay. it varies in thickness. And there's like uh, hypotheses and and theories that that determines like how mild the winter is 
going to oh, be because okay. it can kind of be influenced by how much food they eat during the warm months, but that's not really been proven. Um, but gotcha. anyways, I don't know. I was like just reading about these little guys because they're so cute and so fuzzy. But these caterpillars, uh, so they're in like the northern United States, southern Canada region. So sure. like also kind of like bear area too in the U.S. Sure. Um, there's bears other places too, but like it's kind of bear area. So, um, but these caterpillars, they actually, these are, these are quote unquote bears, so to speak, that have experienced true hibernation. Like they okay. will, they spend, they spend the winter months, they like doing what Stephanie are doing right now. They will go underneath a leaf and curl up and they will actually freeze, like completely become frozen until like the springtime thaws them out. Did they become a butterfly when they get thawed? A moth. Oh, yes, they okay. into moth. But they have this really cool trick. Um, trick. <laughs> the trait, like a say, skill, sure. power, where they actually generate something called a cryoprotected. They have okay. like an antifreeze that surrounds their internal organs to prevent them from like fully dying. In, still in the caterpillar body phase, yes. right? It's not turned yes. into gloop. Nope. Uh, mid metamorphosis okay gotcha yeah yeah so i don't know would you like to hibernate or like when would you want to hibernate what would schedule would you like to have um i don't know i have mixed feelings right so yeah. i do live in the northern half <laughs> um, of the united states and so i do experience snow and ice and all that fun stuff um i do enjoy the summer so i don't think that i would want to hibernate during the summer um unless it's absurdly hot like over 100 degrees fahrenheit Hmm. as for the winter i don't i'm not the best fan of the ice but i do like the first flush snow i kind of like it when the snow is like at least a foot you know, but if it's like four feet, that's a bit much, mate. Um, I, I, I would like like a longer sleep schedule, but that just probably speaks more to my sleep deprivation than um, that's where I'm at. I'm like the hibernation well, yeah, being able to like as a whole. sleep for two days straight, like two days each month or something to like really reset my system. And I'm like, well, that would just be involved like trying to rest a bit more <laughs> on a regular I do basis. love food and I will miss eating all the feasty foods that you have you know for American Thanksgiving for um, yeah, there's all the Christmas social and all the leads up and the New Year's without. Eve yeah um, some of the social bits I can do without I'll be honest with you <laughs> um, some of <laughs> it is kind of a front you know just to keep up appearances you know in order to maintain some semblance of <laughs> you know can't attend she's she's hibernating yeah sorry Um, i can't come yeah like sorry i can't feel like it just who going (laughs) (laughs) um but some of them i kind of like do want to partake in and you know it's not like i can be picky and choosy with any of them because i just can't um so i i have conflicted feelings about hibernation i think on a simple level I would like to say yes, I would like to hibernate, but then I'm thinking of maybe I have a bit of FOMO um, about all the stuff I'd be missing. So I think um, it's, 
I, for me, it's a no, and that's because mm. in this more, you know, current day, more modern age of technology, we have developed things um, where it's can be fun and comfortable to continue being awake. You know, we have heating systems and warm jackets. Sure. And, you know, hand warmers, hand warmers and things. But yeah, if it was like dire situation, there was no heating or like protectant and there are no planned holidays or get togethers. Mm-hmm. I could see myself leaning towards like, yeah, I just skipped right through this. No problem. Like, I'm not just going to sit here and shiver for three months straight or four months or whatever. I've been I think told- it- Go ahead. I just think we've created with the help of like technology and things to to make this t- uh, colder time More period comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I've been told by my coworkers that if there ever was an apocalypse, um, I would probably be their go-to source for sourcing socks and gloves and hats mm. and sweaters and um, other warming essentials because I knit and uh, I have plenty. <laughs> plenty of yarn enough to support many lifetimes worth of projects so um perhaps i shall be the busy bee the busy ant um, (laughs) in aesop's fables preparing everyone's mittens and gloves and uh socks and whatnot um for this uh eventuality (laughs) (laughs) um and i don't know if you've heard about this before um so Knitting wise, uh, I think it's called Jersey Gansey. Um, I think they they use interchangeably. Um, there's this island, I think, like off of England or so, um, where you know you've heard about the fisherman sweater, right? And they have that in like the England, Ireland, Scotland, um, Scandinavia area. Um, where they have like the cables on the sweater, like the crisscross Celtic you know braids and looking like that um so i think if legend serves correctly or folktales um each man i think who was a fisherman um they would have their own set of symbols or braids you know on their sweater so that people could identify them from either distance or if they ended up dead and they had to, you know, identify them. No one's carrying ID uh, ID cards, you know, back in the yieldy fashion days, right? So they could identify who's who based on what the sweater pattern was. Like if they've got arrows on it, you know, um, versus a certain type of like, you know, three, uh, three, three cable thing versus like a four cable you know wavy thing um or if it's like a twisty bit like there's different words that i cannot think of right now um to describe the cables but if you look at it visually or you like look at it on google or anything um you can see that there there are slightly different styles that can be applied to create a unique combination for individuals and it's kind of like that with um family names clan names for um, that's what i was thinking irish the and scottish families you know yeah. like the the boyle family is a different one from like the o'flanagans and um the murphys and all that so uh i think there's like a website um where different cables 
are are um registered you can like buy kits for like having making certain blankets or sweaters to represent your family heritage if you are of that or sometimes you could just uh, browse and see which one floats your fancy uh, floats your boat i'm mixing metaphors here um suits your fancy yes um it's quite fun to look up and just see the variety of that is neat. styles um but yeah that's my little <laughs> history tidbit into no into i like that the Thank yarn you for, for sharing i do want to hook on <laughs> yeah, sure get ready for this one i want to hook on to what oh, you're boy. talking about oh, fishermen and the theme of maritime aquatic events and nautical nautical endeavors <laughs> okay endeavors um well and also just give notes so hibernation yes settling down i think for me settling down during this time of year and also like pausing to reflect and also enjoying uh-huh reflect uh-huh join the reflect yeah yeah and the snuggle uh-huh. but for music today i in this time that I've been, you know, being extra cozy, uh, I'd like to start out the music section for today's episode. Uh, sure. The new album that came out earlier this year by the pianist Ludovico Inari, the Italian pianist. The album is called Underwater. Lovely. Does it sound like it's underwater? I think it does. Especially does it ripple? Like, a little bit. It has like this weird, warm, echoey kind of okay. resonance kind of tone like to it. Like a reverb kind of thing or different yeah, from that? Yeah, I think it's because I don't, I need to look it up, but it sounds like it was recorded, you know, very intimately. Like even, mm-hmm. I know he he posted some videos on his YouTube channel of him playing some of the songs like live in his kind of cozy Italian home, mm-hmm. the living room, not living room, but in the piano room, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just sounds very, yeah, very intimate and warm. And so I know he wrote it during a time, oh, he was living in his home by himself and he was like mm-hmm. free of distraction. And it was kind of where he was doing a lot of writing. It's kind of cool. He's doing a lot of writing words in his diary, but also kind mm-hmm. of writing music. Mm-hmm. And so the note, there's no lyrics to his songs, but like the note, you can almost kind of hear them as words sometimes I feel hmm. in the music and it kind of rambles or circles around and you can kind of and there's like titles to the songs which I think are probably has something to do with it but I also just like hearing the songs without knowing what the titles are and kind of sounds like you're having you're hearing someone's like diary being read out loud to you but it's all through piano notes. Um, do you think that his journal or diary um does he use the lines on the journal as the sheet music staff or does he draw his own lines i don't know that's a good idea a good uh thought yeah and i wonder what kind of ruling it would be is it like very narrow rule (laughs) or does he have to like if it's quite wide does he have to create lines in between just to make sure i don't know yeah that's um, a good sorry it's good a bit hunch. of a non sequitur i was just no, but like i was i was kind of picturing it too a little bit of like is it the same physical journal it could be a bullet in journal or like those blank pages where you yeah, just, the, or, you know, yeah the online exactly or i don't know yeah 
So I've been listening to that during this time. And like I said, reflection. He, he He's very good at like the Ripley kind of sounds like um, yes. the next one I'm going to put forward. I'm uh-huh. sure I've, we've recommended this before is Divanira. I think mm-hmm. I'm butchering the pronunciation, but that one's also quite Ripley. I don't know how to better describe it but like there's arpeggios upon arpeggios and it's just kind of a glorious it it washes over you um to keep it has more of an orchestra that comes in at the end sure and i kind of enjoy the title sensation of 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 this song um it feels like you're standing on a beach and the waves just keep lapping on you i mean at this Mm. moment in time using continuing the waves metaphor um yeah, that's one of so, my favorites. I think it's I think it's the first song I came across of his, and it's one of his more famous ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the next three I'd like to put forward are Morisiro. Um, we've definitely mentioned <laughs> if Ludovico is a friend of the podcast, or Siro. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, yes, yeah. And so I would like to put forward. Um, oh, I need to figure out how to pronounce these because it's Icelandic. I believe the term is uh, I think, Dauhalagen. Um, And it is a lovely tune. It's got like some breath elements in it. I can't really describe it, but it's got some like orchestration. It's got Yancy's like, you know, ethereal vocals. Mm. Um, The next one is Sam's Kitty, Katie. Um, and that one's also just very slow and rhythmic. And I think that's, you know, just a lovely way. Um, I think, yeah, I'm not articulating well. I think the theme that I wanted to put forth was like the songs feel like a hug. I don't don't know if uh, everyone can relate to them, but. Yeah, like um, with mine, it was like, I was pretty sure like a warm bath. Like, yeah. thinking, like a warm bed, like listening. To, like, that's what I actually have done with this album. Like, I played it while in the bathtub, and I played the album on a speaker in the bathroom. So it has that reverb against the tile. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I, I definitely get what you're, what you're, what you're going saying. for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, the third one is Svengenglar, I think. Svengler. Oh, I I'm butchering. I'm so sorry. It'll be in the my... Spotify playlist and terrible yes, So don't yes. don't don't try to write it. Don't need to feel like you need to write it down. No, look it up. It'll, don't. You go to the Spotify playlist. It'll it'll all be there. Yeah. Um, and this one I've definitely mentioned before. I think it's a toss up between sounding like a submarine, like a Doppler radar just going boop, boop. Yes. Boop, you know, or um, I guess like uh, an ultrasonic machine of like a baby. You know, when you listen to like a for a baby's heart or something you know so i think it's just quite beautifully rhythmic and you know the instrumentation comes and swells in but it's not too overwhelming and it just feels like you can breathe with it and i i appreciate like the slow breathe breathing it's kind of like when mm-hmm. you are sleeping and you you know you know that you're consciously taking or a sub probably more subconsciously than consciously um taking the slow deep breaths and then breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. So this is a little bit meditative, but it's it's more than just being in that, you know, liminal space. Um, and then the next few are kind of 
they go into the more vocal categories in the crooner. Um, Michelle and I, prior to recording, we were talking about um, Dean Martin and how he's got yes. such a lovely, lovely, like golden, buttery voice. And I was like, I'm really appreciating, you know, his his vocals this time of year when um, it just you know, it's, it's like, it's getting a hug. It's like getting a hug. I just want to sink into my couch and just be enveloped by the couch. Um, as like, just sunken into it. Um, and, uh, there's La Vie en Rosa, um, Volare, Winter Wonderland, you know, the classic Christmassy Mm -hmm. songs, Let It Snow. I didn't realize Let It Snow, uh, you have to say it three times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to make it the proper title so like let it snow let it snow let it snow and there's exclamation points after each snow but so his voice um, is like a like a smokiness mm-hmm. to it like a woody smokiness warmth so. like a like an old-fashioned bourbon drink do you think or what how would you a lovely apple cider like a wassail to me i think definitely smooth i didn't really get any of the like hot chocolate you think because sometimes like wassail has has you know the clothes and the spice to me it was just very hmm. smooth and warm but yeah um i'm not gonna say your tea because i don't think first of all i can't remember the description and i don't know not mine no yeah it sounded a bit citrusy maybe, maybe a peppermint mocha i don't know the mint would work anyways um there's more uh that's amore um, the pizza pie part always amuses me. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's just because there's the word pizza pie in it. Um, when the moon in your eye eats a big pizza pie. I'm butchering the words. That's more. That's more. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have but one heart because I think that's just such a lovely song to like slow dance to. It is. Um, it's not just like a corny song to make pizza to. It's, I think it's mm-hmm. actually a lovely song to dance around and move i think i'd love to like slow dance with this with like the love of my life but you know we'll see when that happens um (laughs) but yeah i think i think it's just such a sweet lovely slow tune for like slow times you know and then um i was trying to think of some more like good crooner songs and i know frank sinatra did come fly with me but i prefer michael buble's version better um because it's got a little bit more Know, like pep in the step just a little a little bit more style ah that's controversial i'm sorry i said that but i just like michael Bublé's version better and then <laughs> so, i mean that's yeah it's your opinion yeah i think yeah and then um the last one it's kind of a medley um again another frank sinatra song uh fly me to the moon mm-hmm. there's a lot of moons in here um and flying <laughs> um and then i believe the next part the second song in the medley is another Dean Martin song, You're Nobody Till Somebody Loves You. And then the third one is Just a Gigolo. I don't know. I think there's, it's an old timey song. I don't know who started it. And then there is a reprise of Fly Me to the Moon um, that he Michael Bublé finishes off with. And I think that's a lovely way to wrap up this uh, lovely playlist. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. I think we are starting out with kind of more broad, like just instrumental music, but how you can also find that sense of comfort and hookah with actual vocals. Mm-hmm. 
I think is lovely. And I think it, they, they kind of transcend eras, you know, regardless of if it's Ludovico's, who's like, you know, technically he's a modern uh, composer, musician, yeah. right? Um, but I think his sound is quite timeless. Um, like, I don't think people would frown upon listening to it in like the 16 or 1700s because it's quite peaceable, you know? Yeah, but definitely and, contemporary. Yeah, definitely, sure. Yeah. yeah, in the contemporary era, and then you got um, like Dean Martin, you know, from the fifties, and you know, still no one can shake a candle. Maybe Mariah Carey, but it's like a different flavor, you know, for like those Christmas songs. It's just classics, a classic, you know. Um, and Michael Bublé is just kind of reviving some of that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there you go, Interbank. Hope you uh, enjoy enjoyed the 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 conversation and also the music. Yeah, and in um, transitioning well in this kind of shift in the year, wherever you are in the world, whether it's mm-hmm. entering your summer or your winter. But let us yeah. know how the the summers are in the southern hemisphere. We're very yeah. curious to find out and how you spend your winters when it's our summer. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's still a very strange concept to me because I've never had to experience that. Right, right, no, for sure. Well, with that, I'll say take care and stay cozy. I do.